Welcome to Behind the Audition Podcast with your host, Kurt Hilton. Listen in on interviews with voiceovers, filmmakers, producers, animators, and much more. Kurt, a voice actor himself, will give insider tips to the business, talk with guests about how they got into the business, and be sure to stay tuned to the end of the podcast when he challenges his guests with a pop-up audition. Now it's time for Behind the Audition Podcast. Here's Kurt Hilton. Welcome back to another episode of Behind the Audition Podcast. This week, I got to sit down and talk to the one and only Alfonso Lugo. Alfonso is a very successful music producer, composer, coach, guitarist, singer, and an amazing bilingual voice actor. We talked about how he likes to focus on one type of voice acting. He gave tips for those who want to get into the music business. And how one acronym I want everybody to write down, you don't want to miss it. So sit back and enjoy another episode of Behind the Audition Podcast. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the show, the one, the only, Alfonso Lugo. How are you doing today? I am doing great. Thank you so much for having me. This is a pleasure. <laughs> oh, I'm so excited to talk to you. Um, you know, we, we actually got to meet each other from a friend. So I'm glad that uh, we got to finally talk and I'm excited to have you on the show. Thank you. Thank you. I appreciate it. It's, it's super, super cool to share with you guys. Absolutely. And so I, I first want to talk about how you're, you're a music producer, a composer, a coach, a guitarist, a singer, and a voiceover talent. How do you have that much time in one day? That's the problem. <laughs> time, time management is a, it's a big challenge in my life. <laughs> <laughs> There's a lot of things I still want to do because I want to go and do some other like visual stuff, you know, like documentaries, productions, mm -hmm. but there's no enough hours in one day. So I have to just try to keep it in the audio realm for now. Mm -hmm. <laughs> but um, you're very right. Uh, it's a challenge. So I mainly focus in, in two things. Like first is my voiceover career. I'm a Spanish voiceover talent. I'm the voice of some brands um, internationally. I, I record for brands in Mexico, Colombia, and here in the United States for the Latino market. And, um, and the other thing is, uh, I have my recording studio and I do music production for, um, different stuff, like, um, primarily for TV commercials. I, mm -hmm. I, I do the music for, for big campaigns too, but sometimes when the time, um, like it's a good time and, and, you know, like I can move things here and there. I produce other artists as well, including myself. So, yeah, those are the, the two things um, I do uh, in, in my day-by-day -day basis. And, yeah, I'm running a company in Mexico, but I do have a team that is helping me with that, which is fantastic. And, uh, yeah, that's, that's pretty much it. I moved here um, five years ago, uh, pursuing uh, exactly just to make all these careers, uh, uh -huh. make them grow, you know? Absolutely. And I guess I got to ask you, what do you prefer most music or voice acting? You know, if I had my choice, if I could play music like a guitar, like I have a ukulele and a, uh, uh, acoustic guitar that collects dust, but I can play, you know, a little bit of ukulele and I, I played a little bit with that stuff. What would you prefer to do? I think I would be, rather, rather be a musician if I could sing cause you're a really good singer too. <laughs> Thank you. That's a really, really hard question. Let me tell you why. Um, because I'm passionate about audio in general. Okay. So, and, and I was not pursuing voiceover. Like, um, I knew I wanted to, to, to be a, a music producer and a, like sound engineer. 
mm-hmm. since uh, I was very, very young. And of course, a singer and, you know, write songs and everything. But like, I, I, I never grew up saying like, hey, I'm going to be a voiceover, you know? Right. It happened because I was in the studio. It happened because I was in the right, uh, at the right time, with the, you know, with the right people. And, and so everything started to grow naturally. And, uh, and at some point I realized like, whoa, this is a big career. So I have to take it seriously, you know? Right. So, but, 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 but like, meaning in the, like being in a studio, uh, being able to do both at the same time, that is a big, like, I'm blessed. You know what I'm right. saying? Uh, right. It is, it is um, for example, I'm doing a music uh, production thing right now. And then my agent sent me an audition. I just stop for a little bit, jump into the booth, record that audition, mm-hmm. you know? And then I send it and then I come back to my music thing. So it's, it's there. So I would say 50-50. Like, that's a very hard question. <laughs> but like I would say both are super, super... Uh, I'm super passionate about both, you know? Right, right. And so, yeah. I, I think one thing I, what I really love that you like is you have, you know, most people have a, a niche and you like promotions and I like promotions myself, but you'll see a lot of voice actors that will do so many different types of voiceover. You have one that you stick to and you do so well at it that I admire that. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah. A commercial voiceover. Yeah, that's my that's my specialty. Um, I I did a lot of stuff in in other in other genres as well, like you know audiobooks or promo. I was mm-hmm. the, the voice channel in Mexico, and uh, I, I did a lot of other stuff. But like in my in my strategy, my career or life strategy or business strategy, um, I chose to do commercial. The first reason is because somehow the brands are, are value, like I'm putting a lot of value in my voice. That's the first, I'm, I'm being recognized in that, in that realm. Right. And so I'm being successful. And the second reason is like, it's not a lot, like a lot of time. So it's not time consuming, you know? Mm-hmm. For example, if you, if you do the voice of uh, an audiobook, it requires a lot of hours, you yes. know, or like e-learning projects or something. I do the, I, I do those, but, um, but I, I, um, I do more um, like commercial voiceover for sure, you know? Right. Absolutely. You know, uh, when I first got into the world of voice acting, I did try the ACX thing. I did, um, you know, I'll do e-learning every once in a while, but like you said, it takes so much time and it consumes your day. And I'm just, I love just getting into character, doing that promotion, like you're, you're talking about. And it, it literally, it, your whole day could be shot if you do get into reading books and e-learning and all that. And I think what you, what you talk about is what a lot of voice actors should do is pick something that you're really passionate about. And that's to my next question. Why do you think us voice actors are so passionate about doing this job? Because there's a gajillion of us out there, but we still want to, we, we thrive for it. We want to do it. This is what we want to do. Why do you think that is? Oh, I think uh, the first reason is because uh, you can um, have a very good professional setting at home. Mm-hmm. So that, that brings uh, like some uh, cool, you know, like you are comfortable. That's the first, that, that would be the first reason, you know, like you're comfortable in your, in your environment and you can just run a business from home. And that is a privilege nowadays. You know what right. I'm saying? Like, for example... Uh, in this crazy pandemic times, um, if you ask me, I was ready since forever, you know, since mm-hmm. way before the pandemic hit, 
and and uh, kids and uh, you know like like at the end of the day uh, being comfortable running a business from home it's something that <laughs> pretty much every human being wants <laughs> right absolutely so that would be the first one and the second one it's like create something big with your voice that thing is amazing you know mm -hmm. you can change like uh, environments you can I don't know you can transmit a lot of emotions with your voice and you can you can do transformation you know with mm -hmm. your voice and that is something magical so if you if you approach this from the business side it's comfortable and in the in, in the in the second uh, approaching I would say it is magical because we are using something very powerful wow. our voice yeah so that 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 would be my answer <laughs> very good very good and you know being on the music side too you know you make music for commercials um when i first got into this i before that i was a dj and i created promos for my own you know marketing and um i thought i knew how to make music beds but i learned real quick how hard it was and what advice would you give to those who would like to make music for commercials like what 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 would be a first step for them oh it's a very different market like the pop market the r&b market like the music production for movies or video games and advertising, those are very different markets and the approaching is totally different, you know? Right. Uh, my background, I studied uh, science of communication, but then I, do an, I did a specialty in um, advertising and then I did music production. So those three careers combined together result, uh, resulted in this, in this um, like advertising world, right? right. You need to understand um, like the, the consumer minds like the, the consumer's um, behaviors and stuff. You have to have something extra and translate those uh, concepts into like melodies or rhythms or something. I'm going to give you an example. Um, it's, not, it's not the... Um, for example, when we, when we were... Uh, I was running four recording studios in Mexico. I was partnered with this company in Mexico. And we were doing some workshops for, for the creatives in the agencies to tell them how to ask for things, right? Mm -hmm. uh, instead of coming and saying like, hey, I want a Coldplay vibe for this song. We, 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 let's say we um, analyzed a Coldplay song. So like, okay, why you want that? You know, like, right. like so, so we, we divided the song into rhythm, melodies, harmonies, and, and all these moods. And we, were, we started talking about, okay, this is a minor chord and this is a major chord and this is a major seventh chord so when you start like explaining that and and you start complicate things you know you start losing people you start losing attention because the majority of, of the of the population on earth you know like they want simple stuff right so repetition so you start like incorporate a lot a lot of um uh concepts and and it, everything starts it starts making sense to them saying like oh okay no i want something simple that is gonna be super you know bubble gum you know like you, you can right. just uh, absorb it right super quick and and then is when all this uh psychology behind it uh comes uh, to the table right it's like yes perfect what are we going to say? Okay, we're going to say something happy. We're going to say something sad. Is this campaign some, uh, uh, it's going to go towards like a very a noble thing or is going to be just selling or is going to be edgy? So, and, and then, you know, like it, it start, you start like creating something extremely cool 
with a lot of elements and with a lot of information from the brand and from the creatives and from the focus groups. And you have to translate that into something that is going to be a big su success. Absolutely. And uh, I would say one of the, my biggest campaigns in Mexico, um, I created um, this jingle, if you want to call it, jingle for a uh, brand, a uh, mattresses brand. Oh, cool. That lasted for more than five years on air. Wow. And, and that, is, that is something, I was not expecting that, you know, like I know it's one of those things like, yeah, let's create this campaign. And normally if a campaign, a campaign is successful, you can run for the whole year. Wow. But like, but like then when they renewed like the, the, the rights and the rights and the rights, and I was just getting all these royalty checks and stuff. I was like, what? Oh my goodness. <laughs> it became like a, like a trending topic on Twitter and everyone was talking about this bear, like playing the piano and singing. And it's like, it was like, what? <laughs> oh my goodness. So it's kind of like the show two and a half men you're like charlie you know you're making all those jingles and all that money <laughs> exactly hopefully <laughs> <laughs> you get just as excited too when you hear your music on tv do you get more excited when you hear your voice or when you every, hear your music every time that, that is awesome that never gets old it's super super cool to you know like to uh, i watch like um like final of the fifa world cup final and you have three commercials on air and probably wow. one of them is with your voice and then another one is with your music. And it's just super cool, you know? Absolutely. That, that is really, really cool. So you're an active business partner as well. Tell us a little bit about your company. Well, um, I started that company with another business partner. And at the end of the day, uh, I bought him up. <laughs> <laughs> so I just kept the company myself. Uh, it just made sense for my business sure. strategy. And uh, I do have a company in Mexico. Uh, it's, a, it's an audio, audiovisual production. Nice. And uh, we do actually animation. And I'm, I'm in charge of the audio part and the musical part, right? Very but, like, cool. We do animation and we do video production as well. And we do shoot commercials and corporate videos and stuff. And, uh, and I do have another company here in the States. And that is a recording studio like a fully professional recording studio where I develop everything. So both companies work together, you know, like, yeah. like, like my company, Mexican company outsourced the audio and music from, from my American company. Wow. And, um, and yeah, like uh, we, at the end of the day, we are one, two, three, four, four sound engineers working in different projects, editing and stuff. And I do have a big team doing other, um, animation and like video production and post-production so yeah that that is pretty exciting to be absolutely and, um, and without my team i wouldn't work like they're amazing they're super super cool that is great and you know talking about uh, your team as well as you were a creative director and i want to talk about marketing a lot of voiceover call you know the the creative directors, production companies, radio stations, TV stations, what have you. How many calls did you get? And is that what opened your eyes when you're a creative director of all this voice acting that could be available to you? Definitely. Yeah. Being, being a uh, full-time hands on, on, on like uh, brands, like creating these strategies and, and um, campaigns, big campaigns for big brands uh, gave me all these, um, understanding about one thing is the actual product you know right and uh, it could be whatever it could be a car it could be a chair it could be whatever you name it right absolutely and the other thing is 
creating how do you feel when you use that product? Like, where does that take you? Take you? So selling products is one thing, but selling emotions and all these um, things that you uh, experiment when you buy this project or product or use it or something is a different story. And so when I did the cross, the, the crossover in, in like, okay, I understand the product. We need to sell. Um, we need to sell what you, how you feel, you know? Right. Then, then, then I, it was easy for me to translate that into voiceover. Because, because publicists and, of course, advertise, advertising guys and agencies and stuff, we are more driven to, um, to sell what you feel, like those, these emotions, right? I, right? To create the necessity of having that product or like why having that product is going to be super cool for you and for your life, et cetera. Et cetera. Like, I know I, can't, I could go on forever, <laughs> but no. like, it's that crossover, you know? Absolutely. Well, it's to my next question. I love your acronym, KSE. I want you to talk about it a little more. First of all, you need to make the t-shirt or some kind of branding because I first heard that. It's, it's genius. So tell us a little bit about your, your marketing and, the, and the, the KSE acronym. Well, the KSE is not my, is not my thing. I just adopted that uh, to my business model and coaching and system, right? But the KSE, you can find it out there in several books or like a lot of uh, marketing guys talk about it. And it's super, super simple. It's just creating um, a strategy. It's called K as knowledge, S as a strategy, is an S, E as an execution. Knowledge, strategy, execution. So you divide three columns. And, and in the first column, you put like knowledge. Everything you know about whatever you're going to do. And you can right. create... You can create KSEs for everything. And the best example, the best analogy I do when I do my coaching is like, let's do a KSC for gro- grocery shopping, right? Like, you, right. You, like it's something that everyone does pretty much every week, right? Mm-hmm. So um, the first question I ask to my, the people I'm coaching is like, hey, do you do an optimal gross, grocery shopping? And they say like, yeah, of course. Yeah, I know exactly what I want. Blah, blah, blah. <laughs> and then I start asking these questions, okay? Okay, so do you know how far is the supermarket that you go to buy? Yes. Do you know how expensive are the products in that market compared to other markets? Right. Uh, no. Okay, so that's something to improve there, you know, knowledge. Do you right. know, like, how many, like, do you think you have under control everything you're spending on the supermarket uh, grocery shopping? Yes. I, and it's like, do you know exactly how much gas do you, you know, exp- spend when you go there? Uh, no. Okay. You have to add that to the list. Knowledge. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So, so knowledge, the knowledge column is very, very uh, important because the more you know, more powerful you are. Nice. That means you can improve your system, right? Yeah. Or for example, do you know how many like feet, like uh, cubic, cubic feet your fridge is? Nope. Uh, no. How many food can hold? You know. Do you know how how long the, the 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 vegetables go for a week or like for two weeks or like those little uh, pieces of information? They're they're gonna make make a big difference in the next column, right? Absolutely. So once you have all the knowledge pretty solid, then you go to the strategy, which is like, oh my gosh, I just realized. That if the supermarket um, is like a mile away from my house, 
but there's another supermarket that has the cheaper products, like which is a 1.8 miles away. What if I go to this market and then I take my car and go to the other one? And then, you know, like, then you start strategizing everything in order to, to have better results, either saving money, being more efficient, wasting less, less, less food that is not going to go bad. All this kind of um, uh, facts like matter at the end at the end of the day you know like everything sure. is super super important and then the last column right so you said you were going to do this on saturday morning because less people go to the supermarket oh sorry thursday morning because less people go to the to the supermarket on thursday morning according to your research according to your knowledge then what you need to do is just grab your car and you said you were going to be there at 10 9 50 you know something you're driving <laughs> Yes. So, because if you don't execute what you said you were going to do, you're not going to get anywhere. Absolutely. So, it's very important in this, this last column to put, like, dates and, and times to execute whatever you are creating in the other two columns. I love it. So, that KSE, which is not my signature, but I adopted it, I apply it to, my, to my, everything I do. And, uh, and that makes, like, pe- like the, coach, the people is, uh, is being coached by me it makes a big difference, you know, because after, after uh, we have this, um, this coaching sessions, they know exactly how to execute this and they know exactly where to go and how to go and how to get there faster and in, the, in a better way, you know? I love it. I love it. And so you're a very successful bilingual coach as well as a voiceover. Tell me about, you know, in the world of being a vo- uh, bilingual voice actor, is it easier for you to, to land auditions or is it just the same? Because I'm always just, I'm always curious myself. Uh, it, there's always challenges, you know, like, for example, yes, I'm bil- bilingual, but I do have an accent, as you can tell. <laughs> it's it's cool, fun. though. It's a very cool accent. <laughs> Thank you. I appreciate that. Uh, but, but I'm working on it. And, and, and the reason is, like, yes, I do, I do like to have it, but sometimes I, I miss opportunities because it's a strong accent. So my strategy has to be focused in, in Spanish auditions and, of course, the English ones that require... Uh, uh, an accent, you know? okay. yeah. Okay. And sometimes it could be like like requested like a Latin accent or like Hispanic accent, or sometimes it's like European but maybe Italian. Or I do speak Portuguese because I live in Brazil, mm-hmm. so so I, I I fit those auditions as well. And uh, but but you know like with time and if you if you do auditions every day, that becomes your like gym. So pretty much like if you if you do if you audition every time. All the sorry every day all the time. At some point, you're gonna master what you have in your instrument, right? Right. Your emotions, your voice, your inflections. So, so you're, you you create in this audition. I call them uh, golden opportunities. I don't call them auditions because you never know what this golden opportunity is gonna lead you to. You know. There you go. Uh, some of them I did like okay. I I don't know. It was just a simple you know, job, like super, super small job that, that I could think. And I became the voice of the brand after, you know, after wow. doing that audition. So you don't really know, you know, so you have to put all this uh, good energy in every audition. Every time you get an audition, uh, I, I know a lot of colleagues that is like, oh, I have to do an audition. And oh that God. energy is going to reflect in the audition. Yeah. Negativity so, is contagious. Absolutely. So, so if you get an audition or a golden opportunity, the way I call it, 
and you say like, oh my gosh, yes, you know, I got an opportunity. That's way different. Like the delivery is going to be different. Uh, the drive is going to be different. You know, you're going to be excited to jump into the booth to create this beautiful piece. And then is, you know, like you have to become this um, artist of the voice or of the like feelings and emotions in order to, to create something cool. And that is what conquers all the steps in this, in this uh, process, which is like the, the producer and then the creative and then the, the, cons- the client and then the final consumer, you know? Absolutely. So yeah, I, auditions are great. <laughs> now, do you, do you see like, um, so when you get into the world of voiceover, you'll, you just nail, you try to hit every audition. Do you agree? Like when you get to a certain, certain level, you're like, you know what? I'm just, I'm tired of this type of voice. You know, you say it's promotion for you, that certain type of promotion, you just pass it. You're just like, nope, nope. Are you just a go-getter? And every single one you're going for. Oh, that's a great question. Um, I do go with my instincts. Um, okay. Sometimes like reading, reading the specs is very important in order to understand what they want. Uh, and, and sometimes they know exactly what they want and it's super aligned with, with, with everything, the brand and the goals and everything. Sure. So it's just a matter of you putting your touch in that, in, in that reading or, or with those specs. But sometimes they are missing some stuff that you can bring to the table and it's important for you to show them that probably doing, a, doing it a little bit different from the specs could work as well. Mm-hmm. And sometimes going crazy, totally in the other direction and opposite could bring something very, very cool and spicy to the equation. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you can add some spices here and there and do, do something crazy, totally not expected. And, and then you're going to get the attention of everyone in this production chain. So um, I recommend that too. Uh, so um, it's more like connecting with the final uh result that you want to accomplish sure. what is gonna give me what i'm gonna deliver i don't know if i'm answering your question no no, way, but, no. Uh, <laughs> perfect it, no that's what that's exactly what i'm looking for and you're talking earlier so your career in mexico city would you say um it was harder there or would you say it was hard it's harder here well that's a great question uh both markets are very different you know um both they bring different challenges but I would say here in America, uh, sessions are well organized and, um, and it's a teamwork. Uh, clearly, you can feel the teamwork and creatives here are super open and they give you great direction. They're way, way, way more prepared, you know. Mm-hmm. And, and by this, I don't want to, you know, like, I don't want to say like Mexicans are not prepared. It's more like they're under pressure as well. And there's a lot of factors playing in that game. So... There, there, there's a difference in between auditions here and there. And uh, I don't know. I feel more comfortable doing, doing uh, sorry, sessions. I said auditions, but it's sessions. Doing sessions here because I know I'm going to get there, you know, at 10 or like record at 10. And then we're going to be out by 11. Or sure. like, and if we, if we don't uh, finish the session at 11, then I'm going to be compensated more. In Mexico, that doesn't happen. You, mm. your, your call is, is 10, but sometimes you arrive there at 10 or like whatever, and then the session starts at 10.30 or 11. You know, there's, there's different, different dynamics. And, um, but, but at the end of the day, being like, or, or facing all these challenges, like brought me a lot of, um, 
tools as well that I can use nowadays, you know? For example, yeah. uh, when you face, uh, uh, this is very common, you know, the creatives and the agency, they know exactly what they want and it, they, the idea is fantastic and you say like, perfect, let's accomplish this. But then the client wants something different or is a little bit lost or is a lot uh, under pressure about doing sales and just reaching a number or something. Mm-hmm. So, you know, you see a conflict there, right? Right. And, and you're going to voice that. You're going to voice that campaign. So becoming like this, uh, <laughs> like Switzerland uh, ground where they can totally sit and talk. <laughs> I don't know if I'm, <laughs> I'm, I'm doing the right analogy, but like, uh, so you have to just bring the, 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 the both worlds. Uh, you have to give them something good to, the, to both um, goals, you know, like, you have to give the creative what he's looking for and you have to give the client what he's looking for as well. Oh, okay. So, um, yeah, but like, I'm just being extreme in this, in this, in this explanation, but like, there's a, a lot of sessions that they run super smoothly there as well, you know? Yeah. That's good to know. On a lot of factors, but, um, yeah, I like more here. <laughs> so I'm going to have some fun here. So you, you, you're a, vo- you're a coach. And the first step to being a voice actor, a lot of those would recommend somebody get a voiceover coach um, to help them out. Are you a tough coach or what, like if I were to come to you, what's your expectations as a voiceover coach? That you make money. (laughs) (laughs) That's the best answer I've heard. That is awesome. Yeah. (laughs) So quick too. At the end of the day, uh, a good coach, uh, this is the thing. Uh, I'm not pursuing like a coaching career because um, I'm super busy doing actually voiceover and music production, all the stuff I'm doing. Sure. But every time someone get like, uh, I'm rec- like someone comes, comes to me, like recommended by someone, I definitely coach that person because that uh, helps me to establish a good relationship with a colleague, you know? Sure. We're doing a change in our market and our uh, like industry. That's super important. I'm gonna, you know, share my knowledge, but I'm gonna learn a lot from that person as well. So it's it's a both ways uh, exchange of energy, which is fantastic. And I always take that opportunity. My my point is, I don't promote my services, but I do get, uh, I do coach everyone that comes to me. Right. Love it. So so and and my main goal is always like putting putting structure the the, the best structure or infrastructure to your business in order for you to make money the fastest and the best way possible. Love it. I love so, it. And, and if I, if you start making this, then that means that I'm a good coach. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, absolutely. And, uh, and yeah, I'm one of those coaches like, okay, but you have to do the homework. Yes, but you have to do what is required. So please um, just focus on whatever we need to do and let's just walk solid and do, you know, like sometimes it's baby steps. Sometimes you can go faster. Sometimes it's going to be a running, a running a marathon, right. but at the end of the day, you're going to get results. And I that is it. something that I push my coaches a lot to do. <laughs> Very nice. And it's that time, time for the audition challenge. Are you ready? Yes. All right. So I'm going to give you a line and then uh, you can read it, read it however you want. And it's going to be a fun little line. And, uh, the line's going to be, no, 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 I don't think so. I, Alfonso Lugo, will get the last of the candy corn popcorn. <laughs> but I will probably do something more natural. Okay. No, 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 I don't think so. I, Alfonso Lugo, will get the last of the candy corn popcorn. <laughs> yes. 
I love it. I love it. That is awesome. Uh, so let's talk about what's going on. Is there anything you want to talk about that's coming out that we, we should know about? Um, well, I mean, I'm taking the time in these pandemic times to um, prioritize things. For example, I was making a lot of progress with my singing career. And suddenly, you know, like we had like this tour coming and I had to stop that tour. So that, that, that means that, that I need to spend more time creating more music in the studio. Sure. <laughs> and uh, I've been doing that. But like in terms of my voiceover career, um, I'm super happy working with my new agent and management team. Um, um, so I'm getting a lot of auditions from them and, uh, I'm, I'm getting edgier and I'm doing more English auditions as well. And it's pretty challenging because it, like reading in English and understanding like in the, the, you know, different, it's, there's difference in the, in, in the cultures. So the way you read and deliver in English is, is different. So I'm, I'm just, um, uh, doing more and more in order to start, um, you know, like understanding and bringing something different to those reads as well. You know what I'm saying? Absolutely. I don't want to do what everyone is doing, but I definitely need to deliver. So that is what is happening in my life right now. I'm reinventing myself and being more, being edgier doing English auditions. Love it. And where, where can we hear your music? My music. Okay. So I have 15 songs out. You can, you can listen to them in Spotify or iTunes. And I, I, I have some videos as well in my YouTube channel. Not all of them, but like I do have some lyric videos and actual videos. And uh, yeah, Alfonso Lugo, it's, you can find me on any platform, Alfonso Lugo music or Alfonso Lugo on Instagram, Twitter, uh, Alfonso Lugo in, in YouTube and um, yeah thank you for the support and I do have a record label supporting me nice. they're amazing one of my songs actually is doing pretty good in Europe and I'm super happy um, it's, it has more like the, the one million plays already wow so, yeah it's 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 beautiful actually my, my record label reached out this morning saying like my song is being played in Australia mm, wow. the radio, uh, as we speak so those things are amazing, you know? They bring a lot of uh, satisfaction and it's like finally, you know, like I'm getting somewhere with my music because it was always my dream. Like sharing, I, I just want people to be happy, dance and smile. You, you know? are like one of the coolest people. I mean, seriously, like you're, you're a pleasure to talk to you. You know, it just everything's positive with you. That's why I love talking to you. It's great. <laughs> we, need, we need that, man. Like, like seriously, like we're living in a crazy world right now and there's a lot of challenges and uh, sometimes just forgetting a little bit of, you know, yeah. like, about what's going on in the world and just dance and sing and just put a smile on your face. Then my, like the purpose of that song would be uh, finalized with that. You know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> yeah. Can, if I can make you smile or dance or sing, then it's going to be, to it's, it's totally worth it. Absolutely. You know? People might not want to hear me sing, but I can try to dance, you know. <laughs> <laughs> I'm pretty sure you sing well. Come on. How, oh, I, I think I can, you know, and my, my family's like, hey, let's keep it to the singer. Thanks. And <laughs> so how, how could one hire you for a voice acting job? How can anyone hire me? Mm-hmm. Well, you can just uh, reach out directly um, uh, through my website, alfonsolugo.com. 
and there's like, a, or you can send me an email, alfonsolugo at alfonsolugo.com. And I would definitely uh, send you whatever you need, my demos or auditions or my rates or something. And it's, it would be a pleasure for me to work with you. <laughs> Absolutely. You know, you have been, a, you've been so great to have on the show. Thank you so much for your time. Ladies and gentlemen, the one and only Alfonso Lugo. Oh my gosh. Thank you so much, Kurt. You're amazing. Thank you for the opportunity. And uh, I mean, come on. Everything, everything, like uh, every time I'm invited to, to do an interview or something, I always give credit to the person who's putting the effort to put it out there. You know what well, I'm saying? thank you. I know, I, I know what that means. And, uh, it, and I, that's exactly the difference between having a nice industry and a very mediocre industry. Wow. What you're doing, bringing our industry to a different level and just sharing the knowledge and bringing, you know, like building those bridges in between uh, us and the audience and learning from them because you know what I'm saying if, if, if you uh, promote this and someone reach, you know, reaches out and, and stuff like you create something beautiful and oh, that, that's because of you you know so I have to thank you for the wow. opportunity I have to give you big credit and a big shout out to you thank you oh my goodness ladies and gentlemen once again he made my day Alfonso Lugo thank you so much for being on the show <laughs> I appreciate it I appreciate it it was a pleasure for me to share with you Thanks for listening in on Behind the Audition podcast, made possible by Hilton Productions. If you need a male or female voiceover, contact us at HiltonProductions.com. Hilton Productions, let our voices do the selling.